All right. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Talkaholics podcast. This is Iman. And this is Razia. And we're back. <laughs> I feel like we might do this every single hey. time. If you've been watching for a while, or even not, just like get used to it. Episodes. <laughs> it's like we do a couple episodes, and then we're like, real life catches up, and then we take a break, and then we do another couple episodes. Guys, being a content creator is so hard. Very difficult. Um, but we're here. We're back today. Um, happy New Year. <laughs> we say at the beginning of March. <laughs> um, yeah, like how's 2023 been going for you guys? We haven't spoken to you since the new year. Um, so we're here and we're back and we're excited to be together again. Yeah. Um, Razia, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, I feel like I need to be updated on all the life things. So please let me know what's been going on with you. Yeah, a lot of life has happened. I think from our last podcast, it's been three months. So thanks guys for your... I think page. even more. Oh, yeah. Like a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There's a podcast going live. Yeah. Anyways, we're here again. Ignore yeah. it. <laughs> hiatus that we never tell you about. <laughs> You're never prepared. We're just, we just leave. <laughs> I think the most major thing that's happened uh, since the podcast has gone live, and I don't know, I don't know that I've talked about it on a previous episode, but it does so. start um, a recent project on a different uh, Insta account. Yes. Um, it's an art project that I've just used as an excuse to start my character design journey, I guess we can call it. Uh, I don't have an existing portfolio, so it's kind of hard to like apply to things. And not even that, just to like have myself in that space saying, hey, I'm interested in this thing if I don't have any work out there. So started a new Insta account, made a project around it um, that was kind of in and around starting to design my own video game, um, yeah. which I've called Arcade Blackout. The premise is... It's so good. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the premise is... Um, Basically, there are like six arcade regulars in an arcade space, um, and a power outage happens, and then once kind of the lights come back on, uh, they're all transformed into whatever game that they were playing. So I've released three games or three characters so far out of six. Uh, I already have them like drawn out, and I think we've been working at it behind the scenes for a while now, because um, I just wanted to be like my personal process, and I was just really sad. So it's been nice to just like have pieces like slow. Yeah. I try to be good at social media thing because it's so boring to just like throw them, have a portfolio that and then know like, you know, yeah. And people need to see it. Okay. It's so cool. I always tell Razia, I mean, and any visual artist, I'm just like, I don't know how you guys have this idea in your head and then you just start putting it on paper and then this thing happens. Like, it's actually insane to me the way your brains work, but it's, it's very, very, very good. You guys need to check it out. Um, I can't wait to see more yeah i think i'm like really excited because for a while i've had kind of my personal and professional whatever like i do come to mind and like stepping it out makes it a lot easier for me to like not give a shit like i don't know if like uh other creators or like artists or whatever have the same thing of like it, it's kind of easier being behind an account that feels like a business account it's yeah it's not about your personal life yeah you're not like i'm not so conscious about like you know it's just be creative and and like making stuff that is true to you and yourself mm-hmm. can feel kind of weird and awkward and like oh that this is not for everybody but that's not the point I exactly think. yeah so i don't know that's great but it's it's been busy it's been fun though and it's like anytime that i can get active on social media and it doesn't feel like work mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, it's like <laughs> it's really it's but ref- refreshing to close that so it's awesome <laughs> guys definitely follow her her instagram is razia art it's gonna be linked down below and she's on tiktok Okay, showing the behind the scenes behind all the drawings. It's again fascinating. Love it. You need to watch it. Follow her content. Um, and also, I feel like it would be really cool if people like. I mean, aside from this project, because this is 
this project needs to be completed. Um, but it would be cool if you got like people to request like you did before. Um, be able to what to draw. Them. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that stuff was really cool. Like people can request what to draw and then you can kind of get your own spin on it. It's funny that you said it because I, so right now I've released three out of the six characters mm -hmm. and I want to take a break instead of like kind of constantly funneling those out. Uh, now that I'm halfway, so if you get a break to do fan art, but it'd be really cool to just do like, yeah, requests and stuff. Uh, we'll choose some of the stories when this episode goes live. Yeah. Yeah, you know, here's what we talk about that in the episode. So you can see stuff then. Yeah. I'm open to it. I just need any practice. I should do any of the prompts. Can't be working, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then obviously, hire her. Commissions. She got you. Her style is wicked, guys. Honestly, I'm so serious. Like, it's so sweet. It's really great. Yeah. But that's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. And it's only going to, you know, grow bigger and more successful, inshallah. So I hope so. Yeah. I know. It's tough. It's tough. It's like, yeah, but like, no. Never mind. I'm confident about this. Yes. 100%. <laughs> as you should be. As you should You didn't see that moment of doubt. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty, it's natural. It's natural when it comes to like stuff that you really, really care about it and it's your own. And like, it's a vulnerable thing to put There's stuff out there yeah. that is a reflection of you, right? Yeah. Like you put so much work into it. Um, we've talked about this about this podcast itself. Like you yeah. put a lot of work into this and it's like, it's kind of scary and also like can be, yeah. I don't know, like does anybody care? It's yeah, but like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. We're doing it for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Iman. I think Iman has a life update that has more substance that I could provide. No, but, uh, an amazing, an amazing few journeys she's had, an adventure. Yes, that's true. Sure. stuff that I've seen, and I want to know all the details. So this, this lady has gone to more than, it's, it's two countries, but I feel like you, you also didn't talk about New York last time. Yeah, I don't think so. So three, count them, three is fair. <laughs> I, I have been very, honestly, I've been very lucky. Yeah, I guess the last half of the year was, was really great. Alhamdulillah. Um, but yeah, I did go on a couple trips in, well, okay. In October, I went to like DC and New York to visit some family. My first time in New York since I was like a child. So mm -hmm. like, it was really great because I've always wanted to go and I didn't really remember anything when I was like seven years old. So uh, I consider it my first trip. Uh, but that was like a family trip, which was, it was still great. Like such a good time. Um, I was in DC for a couple of days, mainly seeing family. So I didn't really get to see too much. But our hotel was literally like, down the street from the white house so uh, we like just have to walk down and we're like oh hey but um i don't really care <laughs> I, was like, I don't really care one. i was with my parents i was with my mom and my aunts and like obviously that's like something that you know when you're with your family and it's like touristy and stuff but um it was but dc otherwise is, is nice and it was the weather was um beautiful the weather was great in october same with new york it was a little colder but like yeah. nice um, but New York was so fun, and it was because oh, I, I, I love it, and I'm going back. I feel like that. No, I will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, yeah, New York was really, really great, and because I was going, I went with my aunt and my 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 aunt and my mom. I was the lead of the trip, like in terms of navigation and stuff. So I felt like by the end I was a true New Yorker because like I was the one who had to be like, okay, this is where we're going. This is how we get there. Um, like I was like navigating the streets of new york i was navigating the the train the subway <laughs> well, I feel like and i was like yeah so I, I was the conductor of the trip and it was really great um and i i like my type of style um is truly about like i really like knowing the area that i'm in like and feeling like a local mm. you know what i mean like obviously there's 
not much you can do in like four days. We were there for like four days. But yeah, like that's my goal of every trip that I go to when I go to a new place. Like I like to be able to like, oh, I recognize that. And like, or I know what route to take when I'm going here and stuff like that. So um, New York was great. Loved it. Uh, and then in November, I went to Puerto Rico. Yay. Puerto yeah. Rico. And that was my first time in the Caribbean. Um, and it was really, I had so much fun. I was, I went with my friends, Stephanie and Jessica, and it was a really, really great time. Um, we stayed in San Juan and, uh, like we got an Airbnb there. It was really nice. Um, and Puerto Rico is very Americanized, you know, like there's a lot of, um, U.S. citizens who like have moved there, live there, whether it be because of like army bases or, or work or whatever. Um, and obviously a lot of American tourists too, because, it's very easy. They don't need a passport to go to Puerto Rico, right? They just mm. need their ID um, or like any other ID. So um, it was like everybody for the most part speaks English. Um, so like if you don't know Spanish, it's not like that big of a deal. Like you'll get yeah. by. Uh, of course, like I'm talking about San Juan, like very touristy yeah. areas, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. San Juan is so beautiful. Old San Juan, our favorite place. Like we were there like almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> and we were maybe like 10 minute drive from old san juan so um we were yeah like again uh we were like ubering there every day and it's just like really beautiful um just think like cobblestone like narrow yeah. streets and really colorful buildings yeah. and then there's like um this like beautiful rolling hill um with a castle that was built by the spanish yeah. you know um not don't love the colonizers but like <laughs> There's like, you know, that's where they used to be when they were like, uh, they had colonized. But there's like the castle and then there's like big rolling hill. And then, and then there's the water. Oh, it was just so nice. And like being, it was November, right? When we went. So like, yeah, the weather was compared to Toronto. The weather was so nice. Um, like thirties. I was going to ask what, what's the food like there? So yeah, the food is, uh, well, it's very similar to a lot of, um, like, south american central american countries mm-hmm. so um it's like a lot of like carbs like rice mm-hmm. plantain and then like meats mm-hmm. so whether it be fish pork chicken beef yeah. whatever it may be yeah. but yeah it's very much like that and then with like the beans oh, okay stuff okay. like that yeah. um I, honestly the food is good i obviously as a as a muslim i had to be very careful um that there wasn't pork in a lot of things like mm-hmm. so for example like obviously i straight up don't order the pork yeah. and then <laughs> And then also, um, sometimes, <laughs> but then also, um, like at one point we were at this like local, uh, the first time we got there, we just like searched up, like what's the best local Puerto Rican restaurant, like in our area. Yeah. And we found this place that's like super popular. That was like a 10 minute walk from our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> thinking back, we probably shouldn't have walked around that day, but it's fine. Um, so we, yeah, we just like walked to the, and it was really like super local, like the, they all no one really spoke english but like anyways it was really nice because that's how you know you got authentic stuff um and i got this like dish and it came with the beans Mm -hmm. and um luckily my friend jessica she speaks a little bit of spanish she asked the waitress Mm -hmm. she's like oh does this have any pork in it and then she was like and the lady was like yeah yeah there's pork in the beans like they i guess they like the broth Mm -hmm. they use or whatever to like make the beans has pork in it and i was like ah oh, thank you for asking because i would have ate that like i would have known you know it's just beans beans just, it's just beans. beans so um that's one thing i would say is like um i i feel like a lot of like that there's a lot of like pork and stuff in that food so you just have to be careful just ask and there are hello options even in puerto rico but uh, it's not puerto rican food 
yeah a lot of it like turkish yeah like that kind of stuff yeah um so if you want just have to you know go for the seafood option and then just make sure you ask that you know they're not putting pork in it now i want to know because i've never been to puerto rico i want to know how puerto rico compared to panama okay so yes i went to panama uh in january and i know what you guys think you're thinking what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i'm traveling okay i am living my life i'm living my life so yeah um okay so panama was different only because like food wise they're very similar but the experience of food in panama i would say was better for me just because i went with a muslim organization and they made sure that everything was halal so i never had to feel any type of way i didn't have to be like oh i don't know about this no every single thing that was given to me was halal and like Obviously, that was great. I went, let me tell y'all, I went with the Sisters Retreat. A this, quick review. Um, this great, great organization who hosts trips to Panama for Muslim women across, like, from anywhere. Um, a, obviously, a majority of them were from Toronto. But, like, we had a couple, we had a, someone from the UK. We had a couple from the States. So, like, and it's, it doesn't matter what age you are. I believe you have to be over, maybe over 18. <laughs> I would suggest to be over 18. But um, we had, a like, a wide range of of women in our group ranging from like what well, I'm like 27 up until like 50s. Mm. So it was really, really great. Um, I highly recommend if you're a Muslim woman wanting to like connect with other Muslim women and also travel and feel safe. Um, they are the people to go with. Like it was yeah. so, so good. You obviously, obviously you pay them and they take care of, they take care of everything. Okay. So like, I didn't have to worry about where I was staying. I didn't have to worry about, um, what food I was eating, the activities, like everything was taken under taken control of, like in that within the cost that they provide, like that we pay. Um, and it was beautiful. Panama is beautiful. I would say Puerto Rico is uh, a little bit more tourist friendly than Panama is. I know mm-hmm. Panama still like getting there, but still like you can do it as a tourist. I just think you have to know more Spanish in Panama uh, than in uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah. But like for us, um, so we had like the our the two owners of the of the sisters retreat um are timaj and jewelry and jewelry is panamanian herself Aww. so yeah so um she has recently moved back to like moved to panama with her family and her obviously her her parents are from panama um so her dad was the one who was like driving us around and like she's uh, jewelry speaks spanish herself so like we had no issues you know like yeah it's it's really it's really really nice i had such a good time we had really and it was a great balance um between relaxation and like rejuvenation and also having some like um activities and adventure like i got to try surfing for the first time which was so fun i never thought i would surf in my life um and even my parents and like my grandma were like are you crazy and i was like (laughs) but it was so much fun like i completely failed i could not stand up on the board but i got up to my knees which was uh pretty good um so like so much fun and then we got there's a lot of historical um like a lot of history in panama right so we got to learn a lot about the history we got to visit um uh a mosque like a masjid um in panama because there is uh there is a muslim population in panama it's it's like i think i believe two percent of the population in panama is muslim and um some there are like panamanians who have converted to islam but they're also like people who have uh moved or like migrated to panama from like palestine and india and stuff like that who are uh, also muslim mm. um, so it's a it's an interesting mix right. um so it was really great to, to meet some like locals and overall great trip yeah 
highly recommend. I was going to say, we'll put like the details of even that in yeah. like the bio or somewhere whenever we post this. Yeah. Uh, because I think we're both big on this topic. We've like had several episodes and podcasts about this before that you can go back and search uh, of us encouraging kind of Muslim, especially Muslim women to travel. 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. a really good option. I saw the picture and it's all very organized. Yeah. Done for you to see your Yeah. If you feel nervous about like, especially like, um, so I went with Iman, mm-hmm. second Iman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you don't have to, obviously this is a great thing if you're scared of traveling alone, like you get to meet, you you go there and you're meeting a group of people that you get to travel with essentially. Yeah. Um, but like I, I went with Iman, so it was nice to have someone with me. But even if you're traveling alone, it's very like all you have to do, the only thing that you're traveling alone is the flight. And then after that, they, they pick you up from the airport and then you meet this great group of women and you, you basically just like have yeah. friends and at the end of the thing. So exactly. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an opportunity to meet new people, but it's just like the your needs are met, right? And yeah. Most of women, you got to think about the food. You got to think about the exactly. privacy. Yes. Like oh, that. can I tell you the villa? We had a villa. It was about, I want to say like two-ish hours outside of Panama City. And it was beautiful. I've never, I've never stayed in luxury in my life. It was this beautiful villa, huge. And then in the backyard, there was like, um, like seating and a, a a grill area, and there was a pool, and it was all private. So like, and there was no men in the house, right? Even like the we had uh, two Panamanian women who were there to help out with cleaning and cooking our meals and stuff like that. Yeah. So no men in the house, and you could be you could wear you didn't have to worry about like hijab. You could wear whatever bathing suit you wanted. Um, and it was really great. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a good time. I highly recommend. Definitely check them out. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's so you can have fun too. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Um, but I, the thing I kept thinking about as we're talking about all your travels, like, and which I have to even get to and get out there in the world, is like how much that would have been so fun to get away from the nine if I'm crying. Just not. Yeah, it was nice. This was my first. So, no, Puerto Rico was my first trip um that like i actually took vacation so yeah so um yeah i want to say like ever since i started my job in 2020 i never took yeah i never took vacation no even when i traveled like i was still working is what i mean like i never actually took vacation yeah Yeah. um partly because i didn't have it (laughs) And and then and then when i got a vacation time like yeah that was puerto rico was my first trip where I was like, okay, I'm actually going to take time off and I'm not going to look at my computer. I'm going to turn off all my notifications. And, and it was amazing. I realized that I'm okay with not working. <laughs> like, I, I'm okay with not... I cannot. I can stop working. If I didn't... Not not that I can stop doing things. Like, I, I need to keep bu- myself busy. But, like, I am perfectly okay with not working. Literally, I think... I. If, I don't know if it's a pandemic. I don't know if it's just growing up, like what is the state of life right now? It's just like that. I feel like for us working, or you might not relate to this, but working was like very combined with proving yourself. Or yeah. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And just like, you know, the the comparison once you get out of school to feel like, oh, and I got to put this all to work. So yes. Could mm-hmm. earn it back. And it's a kind of privilege too. Not everybody has the option to like, you know, not work and stuff. But for me, that that is not what is keeping me going. <laughs> I am very much for the bag. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm so sorry. We this economy in this city. No, we can't. 
afford it's, to live in the city. Like, we 100% need, we are working to make money. That's, I don't know, you know? And I think that, like, it helps that we, you know, we enjoy to an extent what we do. Um, but I feel, I'm, I'm saying that I feel like I get my, my work from other places now. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I, I should have realized earlier. That's okay. Anyways, I was watching <laughs> a TikTok as per usual. Uh, and Love I was, like, just on this topic... I saw somebody talk about, you know, because the eggs and stuff, or like the common thing to talk about in the dating group uh, online, but I saw somebody talk about eggs in context with like other subjects that I was like, oh, wait, how, how come this is not being discussed because I feel like we all have the same kind of irk? Yeah. So like they're going off about like coworkers, friends, things uh, like that. What are the things that like drive you insane, especially as like people are in, again, like in our stage of life, being like mid 20s? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel we have a ton now at this point that are like, <laughs> Our own red flags for those two different spaces. Oh, I was yeah. wondering if you like now. <laughs> Not that just because you're back to work. <laughs> it's like I have to come back from vacation, and now everyone has pissed me off. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Here's my no, 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 no. Uh, I wanted to know about your uh, general. We could be like work pest general, coworker general, fan level, like whichever you want to start off with. Well, okay. Yeah, I definitely have coworker icks. I will say like not current co-workers yeah um let me let me we're not talking about anybody specific to this to this day it's not generally that anybody can relate to me yeah yeah we've all met this kind of person yeah yeah yeah. in this i would say one of (laughs) one of my top like workplace x co-worker x is and this is gonna sound so funny but it's really with people tell me what to do um is it micromanaging micromanaging stuff Especially when you're not my superior. <laughs> Again, this is general. I'm talking about past experiences, okay? But like, literally micromanaging stuff when you're not my superior. Like, yeah. and and on top of that, when I already know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I'm already in the process of doing something, and then someone's like, oh, Iman, you have to do this. Make sure you do this. Or did you do this? Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, hold up. Take a, take a break. Calm down, <laughs> please. Actually, it's actually a good point. And like, this could be a whole other podcast, but I feel like as we've both been in situations where we, we've been admins before, where like, yeah, Freddie's been on like the startups, you know, stage of their career. I feel like even if your role doesn't say that anymore, or even if you get to a place of, yeah, the experts in your field, that's the design, social media market, whatever. Mm-hmm. I Getting people that break out of mentality of like, you're not just in for some form. Yes. Is, and I don't open it like, Oh, yeah, it's a race-related thing or, like, an job-related thing. I'm like, oh, they're just there to help. That's a good... That's a good... Yes. I I, I feel like it could be, and that's sad. Um, <laughs> but, no, it is... It's. I think, also, it's... For some people, it's hard to just, like, uh, remove you from... Or, like, get over what they're to what they're used to from you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you start off in a company in, like, an admin position and you're always there for, like, tech support, you're always there for mm-hmm. meeting minutes, you're always there for this and this and this and this. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Then when you move into a new role, I feel like they don't forget everything you did. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like they still rely on you for certain things. And I've seen that in, in many roles. Like, yeah. you, I've moved on to something else and I have to take... I have work to do in this role. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then all these other admin tasks get piled onto you because you were the person for that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have to do your current job and then this as well. Yeah. And it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fun. I it's mine is kind of related to the same topic of like 
they're they're relying on you because you know you're like fast at it you're good yes that too i'm like damn i should just stop doing a good job <laughs> just, just pretend you forgot i use marcus of word yeah into this world i think for me uh just the availability part is when my schedule has nothing let's say on a friday especially oh triggering but uh, it has nothing no meetings that i'm not really gonna get my face like i'm not gonna get my face ready yes or if my does i work from home majority of the day i it's just it's not one, one of the things i'm gonna do so if i get a call nowhere it's just like a scramble to like get all that stuff done right away so i really appreciate like scheduling stuff in advance yeah um and just i don't know it also says something about like you see so i'm just ready like it and yeah I, I, yeah I, I think it's about respecting your time right like obviously we all especially when you work from home um i think people like it's hard to see the other person like in literally i'm saying like but it's hard to see what the other person is doing so you're just thinking about yourself and your schedule in your space and you're like oh i have all these things to do and like this things need to get done so uh like for example oh Razi, i need to do this thing i just need to like call her and get her out of the way kind of thing and like they don't I feel like they don't think about oh what is Razia up to right yeah. now like is she can can I interrupt your day with this and stuff like that um so I think that's the one thing about working from home where it's it can be difficult because it's hard to like know people's schedules and like sometimes people want to get things done ASAP and they don't think to schedule it in a way that is that works for both people yeah you know what I mean exactly um yeah I was yeah I, I think like I like I, like be sure one more like H because I feel like friendships is like a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> whole other world. But um, I think like the last one for me is just like I don't know. It's not even just like the respect of time, but I there's often times when I'm like uh, given things like task things to do that I feel like I've had experiences with Satan work that have really supported my growth in the organization or like okay this is for her to like develop her skills so that even if it's not the next position but it's like uh a better portfolio work or, or more challenging project when i love when especially superior but even people around me are always pushing me to do better but it's when i feel consciously that i'm kept at a place that is lateral uh it kind of blows me but yeah and so ladies out there yes 100 percent. yeah um one of those things is like my biggest ick is like we all have the understanding. We're all here to get the bag, but also it, to get more bag. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. I, yeah. That is not for any level. Like, no. That, like, I recognize that as someone who is either above or below me in terms of, like, level or role, whatever. And I feel like people who understand that and, like, are, are the ones that are there for you. Yeah. It's yeah. Not if you're your boss or not. But, like, that really, it hurts me. Like, it's. Let's not make excuses about it. We all know that that's just the truth. Yeah. Need to, you know, yeah. Get, yeah. Like, honestly, like, make more money and also challenge yourself. I feel like, if, same same for me. Like, if I'm stuck in a role that's not challenging me, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. I get, it gets, it becomes like really, I don't know, menial, like the tasks. And I, it, I don't, I have no motivation to get my work done. Yeah. I will do the work. I mean, like always like, yeah. um, but yeah, there's definitely no motivation to get the work done when there's, I feel like you're not working towards anything. No, but that, that's my point. Is I feel like I don't think anybody has the excuse anywhere to be like, oh, I think this person's happy for doing what they're doing five plus years. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the same exact thing. It's really good at it. That, that's yeah. Enough to like make you really happy. But I, I find that 
especially now, and maybe this is like a, once I work with like, you know, younger people or people closer to our age, mm-hmm. it's, we all understand, like, our happiness at work is not, is like a combination of a bunch of things. 100%. I think, and that's the thing, I think, um, just in general, the m- millennial, uh, millennials in general are, are, have less, um, they just have, they just don't want to deal with working in a, a company for 20 plus years if it's not going to do any, anything for them, right? Like, I feel like that's why there's always these reports like millennials leave jobs so quickly. And it's like, because we don't want to put up with you, put up with like things that, it's like, <laughs> we don't, <laughs> no, 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 we don't want to put, we have a lower tolerance oh, yeah. for BS at, work. <laughs> BS at work and also for just like, we like things to be done efficiently. So if it's not, if something is not efficient, yes, we yes. don't put up with it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yes. So like, it doesn't make sense for me it, efficiently. Like uh, life wise, it's not efficient for me to stay in one role for like five, six years if I can stay in this role for two years and then there's another opportunity that that is better for me mm-hmm. in all aspects, yeah. and then stay there for another two years and then you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and, and this is why like I feel like um, older generations always make the assumption that oh millennials don't work want to work hard. It's like no, well, we we in fact do want to work hard, but we can't work hard at the same thing for twenty years. It has to come with competition. It has to yeah, it has to come with a good working environment. There's like I that hustle mentality we're fading out of it. That was that generation. They're the ones who yeah. had everything for the bottom dollar to satisfy their boss. It's not that That's bad. true. I feel like the hustle mentality still exists, but it's just a different type of mentality. Oh. It's a healthier mentality for yeah. sure. Like. You're still hustling, but it's just like you're looking for a better opportunity um, every time like that. And I think that's necessary because all aspects of life are harder now. Okay. <laughs> and we also have the options too, right? That, that's true. Like, that's I, true. I don't know why if like looking down at our generation, like why would you think we would sign up to just do something that makes us unhappy constantly? Yeah. Because it's secure. I don't think that that's enough or no. anymore. Yeah. Or- I think it, I, well, thank you guys for, like, first of all, sticking around and continuing to come back when we come back. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really sweet. Uh, we're su- super happy to share, like, our lives again with you guys and give us updates. And yeah. hopefully we can continue to do all like, the, the the funny episodes of the Kibbe Camp. Give us ideas. We're still available to get to your ideas. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll talk about Friendship X and another one. But, yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions, leave comments down below as per usual. Um, email where can they find us on social so we're on instagram at talkaholics pod and on twitter i believe also at talkaholics pod um and well that's it for social oh we're on tiktok we're on tiktok at talkaholics <laughs> pod <laughs> they'll be linked down below they'll be linked down below and um of course you can listen to us on uh spotify soundcloud apple podcast google play uh youtube and all them all them good stuff wherever you listen to your podcast i think (laughs) anyways uh thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys on the next one